Welcome to the Watermark Students Podcast, a podcast for students featuring students where we discuss the everyday issues of teenage life from a Christian perspective. For more information on Watermark Students, check out watermark.org students. And we hope that this episode is helpful to you. Welcome back to the Watermark Students Podcast. People, we are back with another edition of the Students Podcast. I'm here with Jermaine. I'm here with Kaylee. Hey. And I got a new guest to introduce to you guys. Annabelle Het is with us. Annabelle, introduce yourself to the audience. Hello, my name's Annabelle. Um, I'm a senior at Woodrow Wilson High School. Go Cats. Indeed, I'm also oh, a wild This cat. is the that, first that Woodrow like, Wilson yes. High School we've had. I on. had no idea no what cats. their mascot no. was. That was just I, a guess? I promise that was, was a guess. guess. Wow. Great guess. guess. It's a pretty rare mascot. Yeah. You don't <laughs> see it very often. You don't no. see it very nope, often. Nope. Going to Baylor in the fall, oh. sick of bears, yes. going from being a cat to a bear. Yes. A cat mm. to a bear. That's an upgrade. exciting. Tell us, we're going to be talking about camp today, so I got a question for you. Yes. Everyone has to go sleep in a bunk bed at camp, right? It's right. like the camp experience. And so I want to know, are you a top bunk? Or are you a bottom bunk? And why? Okay. So I feel like it's a little bit off brand for me because I'm relatively tall, but I'm a top bunk gal. Okay. Wow. I know. Right. Well, so what happened was when I was younger, I sh that feels cooler. Like top yeah. bunk feels cooler. It feels like a place to be. Absolutely. And so then after that, after I committed to that, I mean, you have to stay. So. Yeah. I got two words for you. Ceiling fan. I know. Right? No, I know. Dangerous on the top bunk. Also, everyone loves the top bunk until they have to get up and go to the bathroom. And they realize it's not practical from the top bunk mm -hmm. down to the floor and then make your way to the bathroom. And then mm -hmm. you realize that was a that was a mistake. Mm -hmm. So all I can say is I'm a bottom bunk. Also, the air at the bottom of the bunk, way cooler. And we go top bunk and you're just hot. Yeah. So bottom bunk because it's cooler. Well, I'm someone who would have loved to have been blessed with the opportunity to sleep on the bottom bunk. The older I got, I definitely started as a top bunk because it's a statement, you know, like yeah. I want to be the top bunk mm -hmm. yes. Yes. in the cabin. It's a power move. Yeah, but the older, the older I got, dominance. Yeah, the taller some of my other friends got. And for mm -hmm. some reason, yeah. it was just like a shift <laughs> that now, even yeah. today, like when we go on retreats and stuff, it's kind of like if there's me and a co-leader or me and a friend, it's like, oh, Kaylee, you're shorter. Like, you should get mm. the top bunk. And I'm like, <laughs> no, the top bunk is the same exact length as the bottom bunk. And <laughs> your legs are still going to dangle off, even if you are five feet in the air or one feet in the air. So, Gosh, Kaylee, sounds like you have some wind. <laughs> like, yeah. From going yes. to the top bunk. Yeah, I'm going to reflect on this. Guys, later. guys. <laughs> Uh-oh. Um, man, if you're, if for some reason you're at camp and there needs to be a middle of the night evacuation, you know where's better? <laughs> The bottom bunk. That's what I'm saying. If if you just want to be able to easily look out the window and just see what's going on out there, the bottom bunk is easier. Yes. Um, if you need to get up, like Austin said, to go to the, the, the bathroom and not distract or disrupt any other person's sleep, bottom bunk. Yes. If you're for some reason coming in later to the cabin than other people are who might be there already, you don't want to be climbing up a ladder and shaking mm -hmm. the bunk bed. The ladder around. is always too short. <laughs> it, yeah. never, it never reaches the ground. Yes, yeah. yes, guys. And so for all of these reasons and more, the bottom the bunk, bunk is, the, is place to be. the place to be. I will yeah. say the top bunk has taught me a lot of like stealth Humbling. tactics. Oh, yeah. like, like you have to learn true. to move swift quietly in the middle of the night and that's proven yeah. you know like uh, having roommates and yeah. stuff yeah, like, yeah yeah i can move around pretty quietly mm. yeah so yeah. pretty sneaky. that's good that's and, good uh, yeah. awesome thank you so much for asking that question um that really does tee us up great for what we're going to talk about today which is uh, the topic of summer camp and more specifically um the camp high and so many of us actually all four of us 
all went to summer camp, which is really fun. And I think we all would say that attending summer camp in in our childhood high school years like played a really pivotal role in our relationship with God and who we are today. And so we all love summer camp. Um, but specifically, we're going to talk about is just like, how does this idea of the camp high hurt our relationship with God or kind of impact our ability to transition like from just like a seasonal event, like two weeks at camp or a month at a camp to a daily activity and a daily relationship with God. And so I just know like the students we deal with here in Dallas, Texas, this is a really relevant topic. And so I'm excited that we're going to get to talk about it today. And Annabelle, thanks for being here and being willing to just kind of share your experience with this and what the Lord's taught you along the way. And so excited to jump in and would love to start just by hearing a little bit about your camp experience. You know, like, when did you start going? Where do you go to camp? Um, a little bit like that. Yes. So uh, I have gone to Camp Ozark, which is in Arkansas for 10 years. So a decade, which is crazy. Let um, me guess. Camp Ozark is in the Ozark Mountains. Indeed. Mm. Indeed it is. No one uh, saw that coming. Yeah. That was good. <laughs> and so I started going there because my mom was a counselor in college. And so it was just an easy, that's where I'm going to go. It's fun. Just because so many people do go to summer camp. And so um knew I wanted to do that when I was younger. So that's where she sent me. But then I would say why I kept going back all that time after is just one. I really, it's just so fun. Summer camp is so fun with all the sports you get to play and competition and dance parties and just friends and everything. It's so fun. And then also it definitely, the people there were a hundred percent. Another reason why I just kept going back just because everyone was so joyful, which made the experience so joyful. And like, how can you not want to go back? I mean, as you're saying that I'm like thinking back off on some of my own, like fond memories from, from camp. And so if you're listening to this and you've never been to camp or you've been skeptical, man, if you're able to, you heard it here first. Camp is an amazing experience to, you know, make new friends, uh, create fun memories, and honestly, you know, learn and grow and develop as a person. And so I love camp and I love the experience you had at camp. I've never been to Camp Ozark, but sounds like I need to check it out. Yeah. And to that point, Jermaine, I just feel like camp is really this like picture of heaven because it's everyone's having a blast. They're on the same mission. Everyone believes the same thing. They're coming together, worshiping the Lord. Uh, and it's really a blast. And you're really outward focused at camp. You know, no one's worried about what they're wearing or really what they're doing or focused on themselves. They're really focused on what they're learning at camp and developing fun relationships. And so it is really this amazing yeah, kind of picture of heaven because you're not really worried about what's going on back home. Just worried about, hey, having fun at camp. So it's yeah. a blast. Yeah, that's so good. Annabelle, let's talk a little more specifically just about how camp has impacted your relationship with God. Like, what does that look like over the last decade of going to camp? Mm -hmm. When I was super young and first went to camp, <clears throat> definitely thought of Christianity and having a relationship with the Lord as I like you have to read your Bible every day and you have to, to like you just do all these things just because you're supposed to because you're a Christian. And I feel like going to camp taught me that like, God wants to have a personal relationship with me and he loves me and he is kind and he is good because we would go to, you know, worship nights at camp and they would teach you that and really like focused on relationship over religion. Mm -hmm. And so that kind of just shifted my perspective and like made me want to draw closer to the Lord. 
Yeah, I love that because it, it's just a such a simple message um, that I think a lot of students need to hear, teenagers need to hear, that a relationship with the Lord isn't about a performance, isn't about how you measure up, isn't about doing enough good things for God to be pleased with you. It's literally about walking in dependence and trust in who God is and his power at work in your life. And I love that that was something that you, you know, were introduced to or at least reminded of when you're at camp. Yeah, like a picture I use, and I've said this before, but like if me and my wife, all we did to connect was take vacations, then it would be really weird because we just have this one event and then we never connect again because the relationship isn't based on an event. It's based on day-to-day interaction. Mm -hmm. And so that's what camp can feel like. It just feel like an event. And then when you leave, there's really no relationship if you don't sacrifice for it. So it's important to know, like, it's not just an event, but it's an ongoing process and a day-to-day interaction with the Lord. Totally. But Mm -hmm. I think growing up, like the allure of camp and what is really beneficial of it is it does introduce the idea of like the joy it is to know God and the joy it can be Mm -hmm. to live your life fully, like surrendered to him. And Mm -hmm. I know even for me, like growing up, that's what I loved about camp. I I wasn't able to articulate it kind of like you were saying is like, oh, the reason these people are so fun and loving and care about me and want to do all these things is because they understand the goodness of God and they are, have the Holy spirit inside of them. They've been transformed from death to life because of the gospel message. I was just like, I don't know. They're so cool. And they're so fun. (laughs) And and like, I wanted to keep going back. And I think that that is such a benefit that we continue to have like opportunities like that for people to see that abundant life. If we believe that that's what the Bible says is found in Christ. Like what an awesome like initial exposure. And then the older we get, what an awesome reminder mm-hmm. that that is the joy and the abundant life that we can be found. I think that camp does a great job of kind of cultivating mm-hmm. that environment. But like Austin said, like it is an event, you know, and right. camp is not intended to be our relationship with God. It's meant to be a great support and a mm. great reminder and a great just kind of supplement to our faith. But because it's a broken world, oftentimes we we go home from camp and we all experience what we know to be as the infamous camp high, where yes. we come out the gates and we're like, this is the best. This year is going to be drastically different. Like I'm going to go back and live differently for God. And then a month later, it starts to fizzle. And then uh, two months later, even more so. And before we know it, we kind of just feel so disconnected from everything we learned at camp, right? And so, Annabelle, what what has that been like for you? Have you ever experienced this this camp high? Yes, 110%. I mean, if you go for a couple of years, the camp high is just inevitable. For sure, came out of camp super encouraged. And that's why camp, kind of like what you were saying, camp is so great because it does teach you about God's character and teaches you about having a day-to-day relationship with him. Mm-hmm. And it is so encouraging coming out. And so you really do want to come back and like read your Bible and just be happy and be joyful. And so that's how I feel like I kind of came out and was like, I just want to be happy like how I am at camp. And so tried to do that by my own strength in the sense of less so wanting to have a personal relationship with the Lord, but just coming back and wanting to be happy and thinking that if I read my Bible every day, that's how I was going to obtain that mm. uh, rather than having an authentic faith. Yeah. Mm. yeah. I think sometimes the way I would compare it to is sometimes camp can feel like this fast food faith mm-hmm. where you jump into camp and it's easily accessible. It's packaged for you. There's programs, there's Bible reading. Like you kind of get what you need, like in the moment and everything is there for you kind of like going to a fast food joint. You don't really have a lot of sacrifice. You just go and it's given to you. I think that's how camp can sometimes feel. And the the point I wrote down when you were talking is just like relationship requires ownership. And for, for you to foster a healthy relationship with the Lord, you have to own your relationship. Like it can't be people just feeding you all the time. Like you have to go and take ownership Mm -hmm. of what your faith is going to look like. 
Yeah, I feel like it's almost like you get all the parts to make this machine. And Mm -hmm. unless you come home and you really get the tools out Mm -hmm. and put it together, you're not Mm going to be able to have a faith. At the end of the day, you're just going to have a bunch of nails and (laughs) cogs and whatever sitting there. Why do you think that this, this camp high so easily fades for teenagers? I know we've talked about like, you know, we leave the parts un- unassembled and yeah. lack of ownership. Like what, what else plays into it? I feel like the camp pie fades a ton because we come home and we really do by our own strength and try to maintain that joy that we feel at camp when like that it can't be artificially manufactured. You have to have an authentic faith, which comes with having a relationship with the Lord, which comes from walking with him every single day. And so while that does mean reading your Bible and doing all these things, because those are like t- tools that we were gifted with from the Lord to like have a relationship with him, that also means living your life faithfully in the sense of you're walking with the Lord, not just saying I'm a Christian because I do these things. Yeah. It's always easier to follow Jesus when you, when you're surrounded by other people who are following Jesus. And so that's why you can, you know, have that sense of that camp high when you're at camp or when you leave, because everyone that was there was on the same page, heard the same things, were excited to continue to walk with Jesus. And then you go back home and you may or may not have that same um, support system of other people around you faithfully following Jesus. And I think of that that leads to a lot of the fading faith, if you mm-hmm. will, that teenagers experience when they go from literally every person I look at and every person I spend time with and every person that's at camp is on the same page and I come back home and that's not the case and easily lose motivation, excitement um, to walk with the Lord like you did in that environment. Yeah. And a phrase I hear high schoolers make a lot of times, it's just, I'm not really feeling it. You know, like I don't really want to go to church because I'm not really feeling it. Or I don't want to read my Bible because I'm not really feeling it. Or I don't want to go, you know, these, um, my small group because I'm not really feeling it. And what you're saying there is that your relationship is based on circumstance or particular feeling or particular desire, which fluctuate. And that's why camp's so amazing because there's amazing camp high and feeling, but easily fades and there's no really commitment in the feeling. And so my encouragement would just be, hey, make a commitment, not based on feeling, but based on a desire to follow Christ. That's good. I also just think like, you get slapped in the face with reality and distraction <laughs> yeah. as soon as you get back from yep. camp. It's like yep. you you don't have your phone yeah. most of the time that you're at camp. And like that is such a freeing thing. Yeah. But as soon as you get back, it's like if you have hardship going on at home, like you're, you're, you're back in that reality yeah. after yeah. camp. Like you are back consumed by the technology you have. You have to go back to school. You have homework. You have your extracurriculars. Like everything builds back up mm-hmm. that you were kind of free from yeah. for the time that you were at camp. And so it's like, I think that plays into the camp highs because instantly, as soon as we get out the gates, it's like distraction, 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 or like yep. hardship, hardship, hardship. And like that does take a toll because it's not as easy and yeah. it's not as fun yeah. as it was at camp. But Annabelle, just kind of like, circling back to your story and your experience with this, tell us what it was like for you when you decided to kind of transition from the camp high and getting stuck in that cycle. And how did that, how did you pivot out of that to kind of break free from the camp high? Yes. So I would say the summer after my sophomore year, I went to camp. And then after that, I kind of came home and came to understand that this joy that I was feeling that I wanted to maintain this camp high would come through not being this camp girl, even when I was at home, which like I feel like in our culture, people can find their identity in being like a camp person, which is such an odd thing, but rather having my life be marked by like my relationship with the Lord and the way that I was Mm -hmm. walking with him. But it really wasn't until my junior year that I came to understand how that would happen. And it Mm -hmm. definitely, like y'all were saying, like it came from finding people 
who were pushing me and continually pointing me back to the Lord. And so actually ended up joining a small group halfway through my junior year, which wasn't anything really anyone pushed me towards necessarily. There was no one who like invited me to small group on Wednesday night. It was more so um, I really just took a second and got out a journal and said, why do I love camp so much? Um, And it was because the Lord is so present there. So how do I have the Lord be present in my life? And quote unquote reality, it was by finding people who also love the Lord and community. So I pulled my computer on my bed and went on to watermark.com just because I listened to a couple podcasts from Watermark. I didn't even necessarily go on Sundays or anything, but went on to watermark.com and searched Bible studies for high schoolers and joined. Didn't know a person. And now I just love it here. Like it is just the best community. And so this is like my home almost, which is super sweet. That's amazing. And we we love having you here, man. If you're listening, like, I, I think that that is so encouraging that a teenager was like, you know what I need to do? I need to take seriously my relationship with God. And no one else is going to make that decision for you as much as maybe your parents are encouraging you to do that or even great community around you is encouraging you to do that. It won't happen unless you decide, hey, I'm going to take my relationship with with God from just an event that happens, you know, two weeks out of the year at camp and I'm going to make it a day to day thing. And so you, by the power of the spirit, if you're a believer, are the only person that can make that commitment and make that decision and move forward from there. And that's so encouraging to see how you just making that choice and, you know, literally Googling (laughs) us, you know, to find something and and that the Lord provided that for you. Yeah, that's so good. And I I think it's worth noting, like you said, I had that conviction after my sophomore year, you Mm -hmm. know, like I knew something needed to change. So I didn't keep having this camp high, but it kind of took you a year to practically be like, what, what, what do I really need to do? You know, and it, it takes time and maybe someone listening, you're like, I'm stuck in this camp high and I know something needs to change. And for you, it really took like taking ownership and taking initiative to write down, like, what do I love about camp? Like you loved the community. You loved the opportunities um, to be in devotionals and the fun and life, like just life to the full that was found there. Mm -hmm. And so you were like, okay, where can I find that here in Dallas? Where can I find that in my city? And you just started Googling churches. And so any student listening that is like, I'm stuck in this camp high, I'm stuck in a rut. I don't know what to do. Like write down, what is it that you love about camp? How is it helpful for your faith? And then ask yourself, where can I find that Mm -hmm. where God has me outside of camp? Yeah. Yeah. And I think it's safe just to address, like it is hard being a Christian. And I think the expectation leaving camp is that it isn't. Yeah. Um, And you kind of have this alternate reality. And I think just anyone listening, I would just say, it is hard to be a Christ follower in 2021. Mm -hmm. And that's why Jesus says in John 16, 33, like you will face tribulation in this world, but take heart. I've overcome the world. And so just to understand that and put that out in the open, like it's not easy, uh, but it's worth it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's so good. Annabelle, what's one like final piece of advice you'd give maybe to the student right now who loves camp so much and has benefited from camp, but is struggling to connect like who they are, following Jesus at camp versus how to apply that to their day-to-day life outside of camp. I was actually thinking the same thing. Like, I think it's so valid to say it's hard to pull yourself like Mm. out of a camp high. And I think it's frustrating too, whenever it fades. And so that's a very valid thing that this is so totally hard. Um, but again, so worth it, like you said, which is so good. I would say again, finding community because 
it is so hard to do. You need people who are going to help you. And like to be able to understand that at the end of the day, it's not by your own strength mm-hmm. that you're going to be able to do this, but by the faith that the Lord allows you to have, um, which is such just a sweet thing. I think it's, there's so much value in having people who are going to tell you, you don't have to main, you don't have to be perfect and maintain this camp high happiness. Instead, you get to be freed and just praising the Lord for like the life that he's given you. And it's not going to be perfect, but when you understand that he's good, you understand that life can also be good, even with the trial and the mm. tribulation. And so you need people that are going to remind you of that because we forget it every mm. single day. Okay. Um, so I would say definitely finding community and then just praying for an authentic faith and then also looking for the Lord, like in your everyday life. Again, it's about walking with him daily. And if you look for him, you're going to find him. And so it's just really up to you. Preach. And the the thing I would say to to what you're saying just now, Annabelle, for the person listening who doesn't have that community or doesn't have that authentic faith, like that's part of the reason we we do this podcast. We want to help you, and we want you to know that just like Annabelle found a home here, if you will, like in her small group with her community group, like we we have room for you, and we want you here. And so, do the same thing. Watermark.org/slash/shoreline. Come on, we'd love to invite you to join a small group, join a community group. Watermark.org/slash/wake if you're um, in middle school, and we will help you find a community here that will. Um, spur you on, encourage you to walk with Jesus, because we think that that's so important. Awesome. Well, Annabelle, thank you so much for joining us on the podcast. That was amazing just to hear about this camp high that every student has probably experienced if they've been to camp and experienced just the 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 hardship and the joy that comes alongside following Jesus. And so I know that's going to be an encouragement to anyone who's listening. And so if you have any more questions about teenage life, you'd like for us to discuss, we can talk about camp. We can talk about bottom bunk, top bunk, the benefits, whatever. Uh, feel free to reach out to us at Shoreline Dallas on Instagram and we'd uh, be happy to answer them. Let's do it. All the best. All, All the best. best. See you soon. Annabelle, thanks have for coming. Yeah. Come it's like a bears. <laughs>